Good morning, everybody. So, when I was praying uh, a, a couple of nights ago, uh, someone asked a question. One of the rabbis asked a question. He said, why is the halakha that the sukkah has to have more shade than sun? If the sukkah has more sun than shade, the sukkah is invalid. So if you think about it, if you look at a shadow, a shadow itself has no substance to it. A shadow in reality doesn't exist. What is a shadow? It's simply the absence of light. Yet for the shadow to be there, something has to exist or there wouldn't be a shadow. So the shadow reveals the existence of something somewhere else. Sometimes you can't see that something, but you know it's there because of its shadow. So the essence of the sukkah is its shade or its shadow. The rabbis tell us when we sit in the sukkah, we're sitting in the sila de mimunata. This is, we're sitting in the shadow of faith. So the essence of the sukkah is this, is this, is this shade. And we get it from Shira Shirim. We say, Within his shadow, I delighted and there I sat. And, uh, and I learned the Torah. So faith is like the shadow. Faith is something you really can't see. But you have an idea that God is there. His existence is there. We perceive it, but, it's, but we can't see it, obviously. So there always has to be. Anytime you have a concept of faith, there's a concept of doubt. Because if I know something, then it is. But if I believe something, then there's a, then there's a possibility of doubt when I believe. So we have to think, what kind of faith do we have to have in Hashem, even though we don't see Hashem? And we say that the nation that sits within the sukkah, that nation that sits within the shadow of faith, says that that, that faith is perceived by more than the five senses. When you, ha- when you believe, you have to believe with so much inside that you really believe that Hashem's going to do. We begin the whole holiday from Rosh Hashanah, with the story of Chana, Vatipalel Chana. That's the first day we begin Rosh Hashanah. What's the idea behind Chana? Chana doesn't have a child for at least 10 years. Her husband basically tells her, and then after she doesn't have a child, they, he remarries, he gets another wife, Pinina. And he hopes maybe then she'll have a child. And I think another 10 years go by, she still doesn't have a child. So he gets to the point, her husband, where he tells her, aren't I good enough? Instead of a child, means he gave up already. She goes and she prays. Elida Kohen thinks she's drunk, accuses her. She shows him she's not. He apologizes and gives her a blessing that she's going to have a child. What is her attitude? Does she have any doubt whatsoever? It's so interesting because in the Navi, it says that she went home knowing she's going to have a child. From the Beracha of Eli, she knew 1000%. As if it already happened. That's how our faith has to be. Even though it's not real, it's not a reality. Our belief has to be even more than reality. The Gemara in, the, in, in Shabbat asks a question. It says, why, why do we, when we say Vesipita, we, we, we say Hashem, Kivinu Vesipinu, we're waiting, we're hoping, Al Yeshua Techa. It says that when we say that, the Radak comments, by believing there's going to be a redemption, we bring the redemption. 
Our belief, our thoughts, can create a reality. How? So my rabbi used to explain, just like this physical laws in the world, for example, you take water, you put it in the freezer, water will turn to ice. You take water, you put it on the stove, on the fire, water is going to turn to steam. There's physical realities in the world. He says there's also spiritual realities in the world that Hashem created. And there's many spiritual realities. What we have to understand is the spiritual reality is if we believe, then Hashem responds to that belief. It's an interesting concept. We say in Birkata Mazon, we say in Birkata Mazon that, that the person who believes, right? We say that the person who believes in Hashem, so it's lucky is the person who believes in God and then as a result of putting your faith in God Hashem then will respond to you and put his faith back into you the Navi really tells us that if we put our faith into something other than God then what happens then Hashem says let that other thing be there for you, not me. What does it mean to say, let that other thing be there for you, not me? I think it means that if a person puts their faith into a person, it's interesting, the Chovot HaLevavot says, people put their faith in their money, in their power, in their family, in their friends, in their relationships. He says, if you put your faith there, then that's the only thing that's going to help you. And that really can't always be dependent on to help you. Why? Because that's subject to the Mazalot, that's subject to your Mazal. If you're going to say that I'm subject to the, the, the human frailties, I'm subject to a person, then what happens? I'm depending on that person. Hashem says, okay, you want to depend on him? Boom. But then you're depending on all the other parts of it that come with that person. And no person is dependable. Everyone has their faults. So he says that if you put your faith into something other than Hashem, Hashem is going to sort of say step back and you could be governed by what it is. So what do you have to do? You have to put your faith completely into Hashem. And where does that leave Hishtadlut? You still have to have one, a little bit of Hishtadlut. You have to have a little bit of effort. Why? Because you have to press the button below in order to make the reaction above. But the rabbis teach us, based on Tehilim, Adonai Silecha al-Yadiminecha. God is your shadow on your right. If you believe in God, if you put your faith and trust in Hashem, then Hashem is going to be there for you. How much do I have to put my faith in, in Hashem? I have to realize that it's all Hashem. And we have a, we have a story from the, that's hard to understand. Yosef HaSadiq. What happens to Yosef HaSadiq? He's in jail. And then he tells the, the, the baker and the butler, he in, interprets the dreams. And he tells the butler, remember me to Paro. We say, we say he was after two years, what happened? Rashi says Hashem punished him, why? He didn't have faith in Hashem, how? He had hishtadlut, he told the guy to remember me. But what did the rabbi say? How many times did he say it? Twice. And because he said it twice, probably the first time wasn't the problem, because you have to have hishtadlut. But once he said it twice, he was putting his faith into a person, and what happened? Either the guy wanted to forget him, or he forgot him. And we said that Yosef is connected to this aspect called Zecher, memory, Zachar, because he's Shomer Brit. This guy puts his faith into, doesn't remember him. And that's why he's there two extra years. And maybe he was always meant to be there two extra years. 
But had he put his faith into Hashem, then he wouldn't have been there those extra two years. So it's a hard concept because you have to have a little bit of bitachon, I mean a little bit of hishtadlut, and then you have to let Hashem drive the car the rest of the way. I saw something very interesting in Perek Shira. It quotes a pasuk from Yirmiyahu. It talks about it talks about a wild goose, and it says that this wild goose. What happens? It says it says ve'al metziut mezonotea on finding its food. Bamidbar it says omeret it says arur hagever asheivtach ba'adam. This is Yirmiyahu brings. Cursed is the man who depends on man. Why cursed is the man who depends on man? And he says, Baruch HaGever HaShef Tach Badonai. But blessed is the one who puts his faith in Hashem. Why the goose is saying, the wild goose is saying, it's saying, why, why is he saying that? That cursed is the man. What does the goose have to do with a person trusting in man? So I heard from Rabbi Yadid, he said something very interesting. It's really unbelievable to think of. He says, imagine this wild goose is flying around. And the wild goose looks down and he sees, and he sees his cousin, the rooster. And he sees his cousin, the rooster, is sitting in the backyard of some guy's house. <coughs> and in the morning, the guy comes out and he feeds the rooster. And he says, this is crazy. I go hunting for my food all of the time. And look at my cousin, the rooster, Hagever, right? Arur Hagever, because Gever could also be rooster. He says, the Gever is being fed by man. I don't say, why do I have to work so hard? He comes Monday, he comes Tuesday, he comes Wednesday. Every day he sees this man, such a nice man. He's feeding the rooster, he's feeding the rooster every single day. A month goes by, he's flying by, he sees the rooster. Now the man took the rooster to the chopping block. And boom, he was feeding him only for what reason? To fatten him up in order to eat him. He says, that's why it says, Arur HaGeved. Cursed is the person who puts his faith in man. Because you don't know man's ulterior motives. You think you know a guy. You think you know you can put your trust and faith in him. There's no one you can put your trust and faith in other than Hashem. The whole idea of the holiday of Sukkot is that we come into the Sukkah. And we have to think when we come into the Sukkah to change our thoughts and it should affect us for the whole year. I can't put my faith into, you know, it's interesting. The, the focus of the Sukkah is the Sukkah on top. When you build a building, what's the focus on? The foundation. If the foundation is good, you build a big, big building. The deeper the foundation, the stronger the foundation, the higher up you could go, right? But we put our, our focus here. When we're building a building in the physical world, we put our faith in the bottom. But when we have to realize that our faith can't be in the bottom, we just had rain. Rain. It wasn't a hurricane. It wasn't a this. And pretty much... At least 50% of the people had water either in their house, in their building, in their office, in their something. And we thought, you know, what do you mean? We built a house. I have a, so, someone sent me a picture. I just put in new storm doors. Storm doors supposed to keep the water out. And you see the picture. The water is coming straight through the storm door and they, into the house. We put our faith in the building. We put our faith in what we do. We put our faith in the contractor. We put our faith in man. And what happens? Hashem laughs and says... The only one you could put faith in is me. We come into the sukkah and that has to remind us we sit under a flimsy roof that has, that has shade and sunlight coming through. But that's our real protection because our real protection in this world is Hashem. How much faith does a person have to have? He really has to have 99% bitachon 
and 1% hishtadlut. But the more hishtadlut a person has, or the less bitachon a person has, the more hishtadlut he has to have. If you believe that Hashem's going to do it and you just have to press a button and do one little thing, let Hashem do the rest, Hashem will take care of the rest. But if you really don't believe, Hashem's going to say, okay, you do it. It's all a matter of faith. And what this holiday is supposed to teach us and push us to remember the whole year is that in the end of the game, it's all about Hashem. Anyone who's successful in this world is going to tell you they probably shouldn't have been successful. Something happened along the way, some accident, some luck, something where they saw the hand of Hashem change their life and do something for them. I sat once in a room with a dozen guys, a billionaires, every single one of them. And everyone had a story to tell that how Hashem really, even guys who were zero religious, admitted that in the end it wasn't them. Anytime they thought they were doing something perfect, it messed up. But when they put their faith and it said, Hashem, please, thank you, everything works out. If you put your faith in Hashem and really put it there all the time, you have to know Hashem is going to come through. Baruch HaGever, Asher Yiftach, Badunai. That's the lesson of Sukkot, that we should put our faith in Hashem and we shouldn't be afraid to put our faith in Hashem. Baruch